and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 226 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate first watch, rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And today, it's very we, special. A very special episode of There's No Place Like Terra. Al fresco? Uh huh. Guys, we're doing it. We're doing here's, it. Here's the thing that you may have not caught on as we're saying this. I can see Grace and not like on my computer screen as we've been doing Same. for months. I can see Anixie and hear her live in the air. We are socially distancing in a face-to-face person. Thank goodness for long microphone cords. Uh-huh. Um, so, oh, by the way, uh, this is SGA <laughs> Season 2, Episode 17, yes. Coup d'etat, yes. a.k.a. Carson for the win. Oh, 100% Carson for the win. <laughs> I didn't even have... I couldn't even think of an AKA because I was too excited while doing my notes <laughs> of the fact that I would get to record with Grace and the boys. Guys, this is the first time we've seen each other in person properly. Yeah. Other than, like, waving from like each other's waving cars. waving from a car in a pass-by, yeah. Um, in, what is it now, four months? Since February. Guys, it's been a very long time. Yeah. Um, so just so everyone's aware, just so everyone's comfortable, mm-hmm. we are being safe. Yep. We are on my back patio. Yep. Um, uh, thankfully, I have this Easily back patio. a Nixie and a half apart from oh, each other. Oh, we are way more than six feet apart, and we're not even technically facing each other. Nope. Uh, we're facing a skew of each other. There's a laptop in a t- on a patio table between us, <laughs> and then these long cords on either way to each of our microphones, yep. and then we each have an iPad. It's a very great like semi-symmetrical. It's it is setup yeah. <laughs> where we're doing. Each of us has an iPad. We're doing notes on. Uh, so thank God for technology. <laughs> well, now technology not only lets us continue recording while we are in separate homes and half a city away, but it also lets us record face to face half a city away it's so nice um yeah and by the way thank you for your patience with last week yes it was weird uh things were getting real hinky with the online setups as y'all have noticed (laughs) (laughs) probably noticed um and so here we are we're doing it again we're doing it live to tape yeah, exactly. <laughs> Instead of tape to tape. So what do we have to share? It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. Um, I am still rolling on Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That's nice. just my. That's become like my outlet. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had. Oh, we had big things happen in our D and D game in Africa. Oh, we did. You had real big things happen there, guys. We're super in hell. Yeah. We saved the guy who was kind of important. Uh-huh. Um, and then we learned that one of our NPCs has yeah. quite the backstory. Yeah. Our poor favorite um, flying elephant friend. Holly Font. has quite the traumatic backstory. She may have a little bit of PTSD. Yeah, but she's... So, our job is to protect Holly at all costs. Yeah. 
Um, Keep Holly safe. Yeah, uh, in fact, Brother Matt and I text each other a lot during the game going, (laughs) I swear to God, if anybody touches Holly, if anybody touches Holly. So I don't know if you've noticed as our DM, anytime anyone gets near Holly, we're like, no, no, no. Oh, I noticed. me first. (laughs) Yeah, our our complete... Matt, Brother Matt's uh, player is complete range, complete archer. Mm-hmm. Like, not a melee in any way, oh, shape, yeah. or form. Stays as far away from anything as possible. Uh, there there was a chance that someone may come close to Holly. Uh-huh. And so and so our, our range archer was like, no, I'm going to go melee with this mofo. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> uh, at some point, I used a shove attack and I said, can I choose not to damage someone in a yeah. shove attack? And shoved our friend to safety. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's been quite an experience. And now you're about to uh, uh, go into actual hell. Uh, and yeah. not just a little cone inside hell. But deeper, like... The deeper depths of hell, if you will. Yeah. This will be fun. Yeah. Um, I'm ready. And, I'm excited. We've got a couple unlike ideas. Unlike the Mighty Nine, you didn't even have to shag anyone to level up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Woo! Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. Uh, so that's our D and D game. Yes, you've shared your video games. I finally finished my Uncharted collection playthrough, nice. all five games, including Lost Legacy. Uh, which, mind you, I've seen them all before. Oh, this is yes. just. A, I'm like, I'm gonna do a playthrough of all of these games again. Sure. Um, and honestly, I kind of want to do another one. I think I'm broken. That's fine. I'm <laughs> um, like 60 hours into Assassin's Creed, nice. so I'm not one to talk. Yeah, it's like, I just really like this action-adventure treasure hunter thing. So what I did do is I'm trying uh, the newest Tomb Raider. The okay. second new one. I haven't... Now, I haven't played Tomb Raiders, but I watched Nick play the second to newest. I don't know the names of any of them. Yeah. But not the newest... But the Rise but the of the Tomb Raider? S- sure, that yeah. one. Where the she's one that, real young? Sure, the one that came out before the newest one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, it's fun. It's interesting going from Nathan Drake to Lara Croft, especially a young Lara Croft, because her moves require a little bit more finesse. Mm, he's which a little I like. less brute strength. Yeah, well, he's a little bit more like, if I say I'm jumping that way, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. I'm just going to make it. Whereas it's like, oh, she's going to struggle a little. You better push the other button. Yeah, yeah. So she can get up there, uh, which is fun. Um, but in the midst of finally settling on Tomb Raider, I tried Bioshock. Yeah, I know. I tried Spider-Man. Um, I tried, what was the other one? I tried, like, three other games gotcha. until I finally was like, okay, this will work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind you, they were all fun, but they just weren't they hitting didn't scratch the, the itch. spot. Yeah. Again, I'm someone who knows 100%. I don't play a ton of video games, and when I find one, yeah. it's the only thing. Yeah. Um, I will say one other big, for me, pop culture thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, and I, I did almost send a picture of this to Fiance Jesse. Oh. Um, first new Dresden book in years. <gasps> Oh. Came out. Uh, it is, as far as I know, book one of a two part. Yeah. That comes out, and the next part comes out in a few months. So I went and reread the, the the previous book. Okay. Which hasn't. I mean, the last one came out in like. Gosh, 2014, 2015. Like it's wow. been years yeah, since we've had a new Dresden Files book. Since I'm writing other stuff. Um, and I. 
seriously, seriously love. <laughs> we were watching the Harry Potter films, or rewatching the Harry Potter films while I was reading Dresden Files, and I still hold to my favorite wizard named Harry. Yeah, is Harry Dresden. Um, I will say he may appreciate it. He's he's found a new appreciation for the Dresden Files books. Has he? Um, he's back in writing mode, so okay. he's studying books in a different way. And I've told him like so, for for listeners. Yeah. Um, I, he started reading the Dresden Files books, and I kind of warned him, going, like, listen, these are not the most finely crafted books in the world. I just love them so much. They just, they're like book crack to me. Nice. And, uh, and so, if you're gonna, I highly recommend Dresden Files books. I absolutely love them. There's, like, gosh, over a dozen now at this point. Nice. Uh, just fair warning, the first three or four, like, the, it takes a while for the world to get going. Uh-huh. It's, it's, yeah, first season of a Star Trek series, you know? Okay. You gotta... I can stand by that. You I gotta, that. you gotta get through. You gotta, you gotta push the, through. It's, it's the first season of Parks and Rec. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just gotta get through it. Uh, and then the world just completely opens up. And now the world is just bonkers in the best possible way. <laughs> uh, so we're outside, so every now and then you'll hear a dog yep. wanting to get in the house. Yep. Um, but I do want to share, I think I can take this with me. Share. Oh, I can. Um, <laughs> you can <laughs> look at me, I'm walk. sort of mobile. Um, speaking of books, um, I recently did what we, what we call eating a book, uh-huh. where all of a sudden the book was done. No, that's how I redressed it. Yeah. <laughs> so I get into modes where, again, like with video games, I'll read like 10, 15, 20, 30 pages or something. And it's not that it's bad. It's just it doesn't hit the spot. 100% get it. And then I got this book um, for on my birthday. And um, I've I seen a lot about this book it. since you mentioned really? it. I've seen articles about it all over the place. Guys, okay, it's called Mexican Gothic. Yeah. It's by, I looked it up because I forgot, Sylvia Moreno Garcia. And it's, I guess she's got a couple other things, so check them out. But this book is like, if you read V.C. Andrews as a kid, but you also I like Cthulhu. It. I do like But Cthulhu. you also like weird um, Bronte sister stuff, like Jane Eyre. Mm. It's okay if you didn't. Yeah. You would, actually, because okay. it's really dark. Uh, it's it's the opposite of Jane Austen. Okay. It's Jane Austen's goth sister. I can I can roll with that. So it's, um, anyway, it's it's exactly the sounds. It's like, it's gothic. Mm-hmm. It takes place in the 1950s in Mexico, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, I call it a little bit of V.C. Andrews, a little bit of uh, the descendants of, of um, the Bronte sisters, and a little bit... Um, uh, just, uh, uh, I think it's like Cthulhu-esque, a little bit creepy, Understood. a little bit weird. Gotcha. Um, and then... <laughs> no, when you say eat books, like, I yeah. eat the Dresden Files books to the point where I was rereading the previous one, and I was like, I don't remember half this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, read this book in a day and a half. Yeah. I don't remember half the shit going on. And I still, like, cheered at the big moments of the book out loud. Of course. Because that's the <laughs> person I am. That's how we do things. Alrighty. Ready? Are we talking about Stargate now? I think we're, tar- we're, we're stargating our lives away. February 17th, 2006. <laughs> uh, this was written by Martin Garrow, which can I just... Okay, I need to pause real quick. Okay. Real quick before we get into the Speaking of Martin Garrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched the Blindspot finale. Oh. And... 
he 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 had a little cameo on screen, which was really fun. Okay. Um and uh, and I just have to say, Martin Garrow, uh, you're real cool. Oh, uh, you're real good. That was a uh, a very nice uh, series finale. And also, for those of you also Critical Role fans, there was a very prominent view of the critical the original Critical Role mug Aww, for Ashley Johnson's awesome. character in a scene where they're talking about family. I like it. Okay. So, written by Martin Garrow, <laughs> directed Martin by Garrow, Martin Wood. Martin Garrow, who's really cool, the coolest guy we've ever met. Pretty cool. End. Pretty awesome. Um, we got guest stars that we know and love, like Cole Meany and Ryan Robbins and Calvin <laughs> Smith. <laughs> and You know, let me tell you that, um... Cole Meany gets so immersed in these characters he plays that I forget that he's Cole Meany. Yeah. Like, that Cole Meany. Well, it's also just like, oh, God, you're, it's Miles O'Brien, but you're not Miles O'Brien. Yeah. Like, he gets into it. Like, I'm always like, oh, yeah, that's O'Brien. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I do want to point out, since the last time we saw Ryan Robbins on Stargate, um, he is actually now on Riverdale. Oh. Yeah, so, um, after we lost Luke Perry, um, yeah. they didn't recast Fred, his character, Yeah, um, and Ryan was actually brought on as Archie's uncle, Frank. Oh! So he's only been in a couple episodes, but it, it was a nice, it was a nice way of, like, keeping that presence there. Yeah, like yeah. a, like a male, yeah. a good male presence. Yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, Luke Perry played such a, just a good dude. Yes. Like, such a moral center. Uh, but, um, we're navigating dogs. <laughs> we're, we have a doggo who There's is... There's a dog that just put my nose to the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> we are, we are lousy with doggo. Um, we would want, we would, ha- however, want it no difference. Exactly. Okay, so, previously on... Previously on Stargate, we, you know, met the Janai at one point, and we didn't necessarily become the fastest of friends. No, um, not really. And they were, you know, <laughs> trying to build an atomic bomb, and let's just say we have a complicated history with yeah. them. Yeah. Hey, remember that time there was shitty people? Yeah. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dr. Lindsay uh, was on a mission with Major Lord and his team, mm-hmm. and something went real bad-like. Hey, that's not good. And they eventually, Major Lord and his team came under fire about a half hour before we start this episode with yeah. um, John and his team, um, like, Lindsay's leading them to where they are. Like, Lindsay yeah. ran to the gate, got back up. At times, yeah. Atlantis and- won. And I do like Ronan. There's a couple times in this episode where we learn that Ronan doesn't always think outside of his thought process. Yeah, he's not very um, perceptive. He's not good at necessarily realizing that not everyone is like him. Yeah. Because uh, he's like, why didn't you, small scientist lady, uh-huh. who clearly is not trained in weapons combat, Yeah. go and enter the firefight? Yeah, it's like, really, dude? Like... <laughs> I, hello. Do I look like I'm gonna make it very far in a firefight? Yeah. He's so used to McKay. Yeah. Scientists can, which I'll get to later about yeah. McKay. Oh yeah. Being where he shouldn't be. You know what? I, I, it's like for Ronan, everybody just had to. Yeah. So you just did. Yeah. Um, so to him, there's no concept of like some people didn't grow up having to run from Wraith. No. And just kick ass every moment. They yeah, could. no. <laughs> so when they arrive on the scene, uh, the building that Lord and his team are in uh-huh. is definitely previously on fire. Oh, it's just shambles. It's just ancient ruins of yeah. something now. Yeah. yeah. Which 
just think of how fast and how hot that burned considering it's been half hour yeah. and not only was it completely burned out but it's now like cool yeah that's uh it was like instant like flash fire uh-huh a flash destruction cool cool atomic bombs got it bye so john taylor and ronan head into the burnt building mckay stays out with Lindsay and snarks mm-hmm so it looks like, again, the fire spread. It was put out quickly. Otherwise, this whole village would be gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and whoever put it out didn't stick around. The place is super not safe. Right. John finds a body burnt beyond recognition. Um, and there is one thing, however, he does recognize. Mm-hmm. The dog tags around this body's neck. And lifting him up to the light, he sees that they are Major Lords. It's, you know, it's one of those moments where almost immediately... The audience can go, no, they're not. Yeah. What's really happened? If if anything, it's really just more meant to make us go, what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Because this is not the type of show that would kill someone like Major Lorne off Off camera. camera. Now, if it was some major we didn't know. Yeah. I would believe it. Yeah. Absolutely. But not Lorne. So back in Atlantis, we see them bringing the bodies back through the gate, and we actually learn that Dr. Lindsay heads to this planet once a week mm-hmm. to educate them on agricultural and fishing methods, which is yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Spreading some knowledge around. And Lauren's team, it was their turn to escort her this week. Right. And just out of the blue, they were attacked, it seems. You know, if you think about it, we were just talking about how she's not a fighter person, but... Imagine that's your job. That in itself is a little scary. Like, anytime you go anywhere to do your job, you're escorted by the military. Yeah. That in itself kind of shows how crazy this is. Yeah. And, again, small details like the fact that Lindsay is super shaken up about this whole thing. You yeah. know, it's the reminder that not everyone in Atlantis is Ronin. Or right. even even McKay level of... yeah. Some of these people, I, I would imagine, especially, on a, uh, um, so let's say you go to Atlantis, there's this big thing where you go and you're off pl- planet, you've left the galaxy. And I'm sure you've, anyone on Atlantis, I'm sure has had plenty of, like, psychological testing. Yeah. You know. But you still, at some point, it becomes routine. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're someone who's on base or is doing this relatively yeah. safe mission all the yeah. time. I mean, look at Roddick when he goes. Yeah. When he goes off planet. Yeah. It's just all of this is, you know, you have a cafeteria. It's, uh, you know, as we've all learned in the time of the core, um, it's easy to find, like, routine. And, like, as as humans, we tend to adapt to be like, this is fine now. This is fine now. So to be placed into, like, all of a sudden this world is just destruction, Mm -hmm. that'll fuck you up. Uh, and so when the, they get a gate that dials in mm. unexpectedly and there's no IDC, but there is a VHF signal. Mm. And I just wanted to touch in case this knowledge base has been forgotten. Uh-huh. VHF. Um, the, the, everything like VHF is very high frequency radio waves. Okay. And so those wavelengths are like, like one to 10 meters. Got it. This is what TV goes over. Yep. Um, like, we still have an antenna for our TV. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's a very wide range. There's tons of stuff on VHF. Air traffic control. All your radio. Amateur radio. AM. FM. Um, your remote controlled cars. Right. And, like, you know, you get the, the, the radio controlled planes and stuff. Yeah. 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 All on the same thing. Like everything has a specific wavelength range. Yep. That they're assigned. 
And then UHF is not just a Weird Al Yankovic film. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> took um, it out of my mind. It's ultra high frequencies. So uh-huh. that's like, instead of 1 to 10 meters, okay. like VHF, UHF is 0.1 to 1. Wow. Yeah. And these are actually microwave lengths. Oh, cool. So, like, all cell phones, Bluetooth, yeah, wireless, like, there are some TV channels on UHF. They don't go as far. Okay, that makes sense. Hence why someone like Weird Al got a UHF instead of a VHF uh-huh. channel. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like it's a baby frequen- channel. Here's the thing: your frequency of your microwave and the frequency of your Bluetooth network in your house are actually quite near each other. Dude, in frequencies. Your Bluetooth and your microwave can almost talk to each other. Almost. You could almost be like, "Hey Siri, make some popcorn." Uh huh. Except she can't put the popcorn in the mic. Never mind. Okay, almost. There's some, we can, I'm sure we can make some machine that will just immediately drop popcorn into the into microwave. Into the microwave? Yeah. I like it. We need like a, a Selinsky style, honey, I shrunk yeah. the kids, 100%. Rube Goldberg machine. 100%. <laughs> and actually companies um, can buy certain wavelengths of UHF for okay. their products. Like Got there it. was a, like the government had an auction so that major corporations could buy specific parts of the UHF frequency nice to put their specific products on everything is fine yeah. you know um my insulin pump now works with some sort of bluetooth mm-hmm. capabilities so it's like the pump a sensor yeah and um my meter mm-hmm. and they're very small lengths like if the pump is too far on the other yeah. side of my body it's like, that's too far, I can't Well, it's it. because a lot of UHF goes, uh, like, it's line of sight. Yeah. 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 So, boobs get in the way. Boobs, it's, <laughs> you know, a really, this is like a small version of this, but, you know, I um, have started running again, mm-hmm. which I hate, but I need to do something. Um, <laughs> and if I put my phone in a pocket of my leggings. Oh, uh-huh. It interrupts the signal to my Bluetooth headphones. Interesting. But yeah. I have one of those little flip belts. Yeah. If I put the phone in the flip belt, it the connection stays. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I learned quickly that if my sensor is on the right side of my body, but my pump is on the left side mm-hmm. of my body, it's like, hey, I can't find it. Yeah. I can't <laughs> see around you. Yeah. <laughs> can't see through your boobs. Okay. So, anyway, we get a very blurry digital filtered signal in, um, but we know the face. It is Landon, one oh, of Colia's right. men. Um, but the immediate worry is that if they answer this, then the rumors of Atlantis's death will be greatly exaggerated. <laughs> uh, quickly, we hear Landon is like, look, yo, um, I don't buy in the Atlantis is destroyed shit anyway. Right. So if you talk to me, then I'll keep your secret. Yeah. We know you guys are clever. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're there. So we're open to channel. He wants to trade something. He is defected, and he happens to have a zero-point module. Interesting. Quickly, Weir goes from not wanting to have anything to do with him to... At least mildly interested. I mean, it's like he showed up at my house with cookies. Yeah. It's like, hmm, keep talking. I've done that before. (laughs) I know what attention Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please continue. Um, You know, they really right now have this delicate truce with the Janai, so she's Mm -hmm. a little worried to do anything against that. Landon assures him that the Janai are, like, done with Atlantis. Mm -hmm. They've gotten what they wanted from Atlantis. Mm -hmm. 
The ZPM I have means nothing to me. Uh-huh. Oh, um, this feels super cool. But I also know that the ZPM is really important to you. Sure, sure. That's sure. its only value to me. Everything's great. So lower your shields. Let's talk. Just, you know, put your guns down. And no since big. that's not going to fly, he goes, okay, fine. Here's my gate address. You can come, see that I'm alone. Yeah. See that I'm unarmed. I'm going to be here for two hours. Or the ZPM is gone forever. Bye. And credits. Bow, bow, bow. Um, yeah. All of this is interesting off the top. Like, I can't imagine being in Weir's head. Yeah. So I think it's just like, m- need more information. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting. And especially as this episode unfurls, because it's like, when is Landon playing them versus playing Kolya? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. And I like, think Landon's playing, both. ultimately, he's, he's there for Landon. Oh, he's, well, it's one of those where he's there for himself. He is there for his eventual coup. You know, yeah. he is doing this for whether he's doing it for actually, I want this better for the Janai people, mm-hmm. or just because I now want the power instead sure. and find him dangerous. We know he doesn't actually give two shits about John and them, yeah. considering we'll get to that later. Uh-huh. Yes. So in the briefing room, McKay doesn't care where the ZPM is from. He wants it. Gimme. I want it. Yeah. Gimme, gimme. gimme. <laughs> I want it now. Rodin does some great math that <laughs> two ZPMs is better than one ZPM. Wow. That's uh, deep. Um, and look, eventually the Wraith are going to be back. Like, mm-hmm. eventually the Wraith are going to figure out that Lantis is not destroyed. Yeah. Um, and also, I, I, you know, with more power, we could fire up the engine and get the city to fly, which piques everyone's interest. And he's like, no, I mean, actually, I can't do that. But the point is, we still need the ZPM. But now you've told us you can, and we're going to expect it. Uh huh. So you can't do that. Uh huh. <laughs> so Ronan and Taylor are going to keep searching for Lorna and his men, and John will check. With Landon. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, let's just split the party again. Mm-hmm. That always works out well. Bye. I mean, it doesn't work out too... Yeah. Badly. Yeah, that's fair. Because, I mean, Taylor and Ronan would just get captured with with McKay and... True. John, otherwise. True. That's true. We needed someone and to go And you would not after. be able to control Ronan in that cell. No, he's not allowing things to go subtle. <laughs> to be subtle. There's no Roman room for know subtle, subtle negotiation. If you were playing, you know those giant chess boards that are like yeah. a person size? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were playing chess with Ronan on your team, eventually he would just start knocking the pieces over Yo, and be 100%. like, I won. The He's, end. It, it doesn't matter the size of the chessboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. He would just... I just like the picture of him like grabbing one and tossing, like yeah. curling it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Melpy heads out. Yay. And um, they see one guy sitting on a rock, only life sign, Landon stands up, kneels, puts his hands on his head, mm-hmm. and John does send a team to search him. Yep. So Taylor and Ronan are chatting with Lindsay in a briefing room, and here's the thing, guys. Like, please make it look more like an interrogation. Yeah, can we, like, not... This poor woman <laughs> is stressed. Maybe Everyone like, she knows is probably dying. Get her a tea or a coffee and just like chill. Uh huh. And just kind of like 
think therapist office. Or, like, have it over lunch. Yeah. Yeah. If you can't get a good couch, food's always great. Yeah. Yeah. So, Lindsay can't imagine why the villagers, like, the, any villagers doing this. They're, they're peaceful. They invited mm-hmm. her to tea. Yeah. And the team to tea. It's like a welcoming thing they do. Mm-hmm local custom they've been through dozens of times yep. and Dira wanted a word with her in private and Ronan's like big mistake big mistake like pretty woman going back to the store yeah, huge big mistake huge yeah and Taylor's like chill can you the not fuck for a second out. just don't um but you know Lindsay trusts these people uh-huh. and that's yeah? You're gonna hear puppers, um, and that's just gonna be part of our background. Uh, Listen, Stormy is very worried for Lindsay yeah. going with these people he's, alone. He's a very caring dude. Uh, he, If anyone is Carson yeah. of our puppos, yes. Stormy Boy is a Carson. Yeah, and if anyone is probably Ronan, it's Kaylee. Oh, I can see that. <laughs> oh, I see she's Taylor. Yeah. She's just a little bit smarter. A little more, she's a little more cunning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say smarter. Okay. I would say cunning. It's a specific kind of intelligence. Yeah. Because I feel like Drakey's just full running. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. Or he, I don't know, he could be a shepherd. He he surprises me with how smart he is sometimes. That's true. So he could be a shepherd. Maybe he's a cam. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. He's got the eyes for it. (laughs) <laughs> Downstairs, that is where she heard the first shots. Maybe they were wraith blasts. Yeah. She's not sure. Lord Radio heard it, gets the gate, call for backup. Yeah. Uh, and Dira didn't try to stop her or anything. Right. And she can't think of a single reason why the locals would want to attack the Lantians. Yeah, it's not really in their thing. And again, this is a woman who's like, I think I heard gunshots. Yeah. It could have been a car backfiring. Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. I've never really heard him before. <laughs> So they uh, bring Landon through the gate. Of course, he doesn't have the ZPM with him because he's not stupid. It's on mm. another planet. Sure. Safe. John and him snark over the last meeting. Yeah. And and Landon will only talk to Weir because he's... Not because John makes him nervous or anything, mm. um, but because he doesn't really want to talk to the errand boy. I think um, Lieutenant Colonel Errand Boy yeah. is my new favorite phrase <laughs> of all time. <laughs> Well, and again, that's just, I love John Sile. He's like, I'm just going to lean into the insult. Sorry, I just got distracted by a big scary spider. Oh, man. Um, anyway, I'm going to take a picture and look it up. Okay. <laughs> so, make sure it's not going to kill us. That's, a, that's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. So, in the infirmary, they're checking over the burnt bodies. Weir is looking at one of them when Carson comes up and, uh, and reassures them that these are not. Our teams. It's not them. Yeah, this is, these aren't our guys. Um, I feel bad for these poor guys. Yeah. But they're but not our guys. Not, I read the DNA test three times. Not them. So <sighs> Taylor and Ronan are just standing in the other room of the infirmary. Uh, yeah. Just, just uh, I feel like they're just having a lot of trouble knowing where to be right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the important part is, is Lord and his men could definitely still be alive. And Lindsay did think she may have possibly, almost possibly, maybe heard Wraith Stunners. Yeah. It's not a Wraith attack, though. So the dynamic duo of Taylor and Ronan are going to head back and chat with the locals. Um, 
Yeah, sorry. I thought I had a note, but that's not where my note is. I oh, lied. <laughs> I, uh, it was just good. Then John, I like that John radios to where it's like, Landon doesn't like me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I do like, again, in the next scene, when Landon goes to stand up and greet Weir, and the guard's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do it. No. <laughs> and Weir isn't small talking. Where the fuck is the ZPM? Uh-huh. Give me the thing I need. Landon doesn't want to be seen as a criminal in all this. He doesn't want to be seen as a bad guy. Look, he was just following the orders of his superiors when he was here trying to take over the city during a giant hurricane. It's no big. It's just kind of the thing that he I had to do. No yeah. ill will towards anyone in Atlantis. Uh-huh. I um, was just doing my job. <laughs> but, you know, fine. If you want to get to the point, I would like, you know, 100 machine guns or so, a few dozen grenades, and AC4 you can spare. Yeah. Is that all? Just uh, no big deal. Just a couple of things here or there. Yeah. It's just times. And Landon knows the Janai nukes are ready to go. Yeah. And the Janai are also not afraid to use them as a first strike weapon. Not only against the Wraith, mm-hmm. but against humans as well. And he's like, look, give me the weapons. I'll take care of them. You're never going to have to deal with the Janai again. Oh, that sounds like a great, super easy, real thing that's not fake at all. Landon is planning a coup. Uh-huh. And he would like Atlantis' help. I'm really mad that nobody says coop at any time. Coop. Just to be annoying. They're planning a coup. Uh-huh. So Cowan has led the Janai for too long. And yes, Cowan did some great things at first, early on, decades mm. ago. But now he just wants power. He wants to unite the galaxy under a single ruler. That's always great. He would like to be a Gould. Mm-hmm. That sounds super familiar. And Kolya used to be the only person that could stand up to Cowan. Yeah. Who could keep him in check. It, it reminds me of... Did you ever watch... I think it was a South Park movie where it was like Saddam Hussein and the Devil... I'm pretty that sounds hundred percent like South Park. <laughs> I mainly just go immediately to uh, uh, the Canada song. Oh yeah, <laughs> but it's like, oh, you're the only one who understands me. Yeah. <laughs> um, it takes crazy to understand crazy. Conveniently, Koya is missing mm-hmm. for months. Super fine. And Landon's pretty sure Cowan had him murdered. Yikes. We have no proof of it. I don't feel like that man's easy to murder or one who would go down quietly. No. Yeah. Super not someone who's easy to kill. Yeah. Here is my question. Is Kolya even missing at all? Or is that part of the story that's going on? So, if I'm trying to remember, Kolya almost had... A conscience, but not really. I do see those two struggling for power. I don't see it as much of a conscience. I think that Kolya was more like, oh, I might see an equal in John. Like, he had a thing yeah, with John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's about balance. So this thing with, um, uh, what's his face? Cowan? Cowan? Yeah. This, I think it would have rubbed him the wrong way. I think he might want people to think he's dead. Okay. I think he might be on something where he's like, it's okay that they he's think I'm dead. He's on a walkabout. Yeah, 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 for lack of a better way to put it. I, I will say, I do, if I remember correctly, the behind the scenes is that they couldn't get the actor oh, got it. for this episode. 
Interesting yeah. things. Because how interesting would this have been if it wasn't Landon, but it was Kolya? I mean, that would have been cool. <laughs> it would have made him even harder to trust, but it would have been cool. Yeah. So, um, he's been having, Landon's been having a real hard time finding resources. Because mm-hmm. most trading partners fear the Janai. Cowan has spies everywhere. Um, so what's the best way to play, find resources? Go to your enemy's enemy. Hmm. So John asks how they know Landon is going to be better for the Jedi than Cowan. And he's like, look, assholes. Yeah. Trust me or not. Yeah. Like. This is just what I'm doing. He's going to use the weapons and he's going to enslave worlds and he's going to be no better than the Wraith. And I would like to stop all that from happening. So, you know, choice is yours. You help me or you don't. Yeah. So, Taylor and Ronan are practicing a key concept in all role-playing games. <laughs> all information can be found in taverns. This was... I have to run back in time. <laughs> this was my favorite part. I was like, are they going to roll intimidation? Are they going to uh-huh. roll investigation? Yeah, 100%. Oh, they're just going to botch all of it. They're botched. They okay. botched almost every roll. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the barkeep is super sure he's never heard of a woman named yeah. Adira. <laughs> Mind your own business. Get the hell out. Ronan tries a solid intimidation check. Botches <laughs> nope. that one. Yeah, ain't nobody scared of you here. Get out. They quickly get the idea that the barkeep is way more scared of someone else than they're going to be a Talon and Ronan. <laughs> and someone is always watching things. And the barkeep's like, no one can stop them. Like, we all know, like, yes, you know that I know something, but you also have to understand that I can't let you know that I know that I know something. <laughs> I lost you a little bit there, but got it. So okay. just fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the two of them look around, not sure who's just scared and who's spies. Yep. Um, yep. There's no... Um, you're not getting anything here. No. It's kind of what we're at. It's yeah. time to leave this bar. I just want everyone listening to this to know that I have recorded 75% of what I've recorded so far just with a dog butt standing next to me. Yeah, it's the like, dogs demanding super... pets. It, yeah, they haven't seen an Auntie Nixie in a while. This is... Um, just standing yeah. here going, pet me while you record. Pet me while you talk. <laughs> So, Weir and John watch Landon being escorted down by the gate. Weir is super sure he's lying about something, which, accurate. Uh, and they have, you know, they have a little bit of inroads with Cowan. They've made a little bit of, again, it's not peace, it's not yeah. trust, it's it's baby steps. <laughs> In Olive Branch. So, they'd rather stick with the devil you know uh-huh. than... Uh, Etc. 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 So they're gonna go give Cowan a little heads up about yeah. what Landon's doing. Also, to buy a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's an interesting move, right? It's like because then if they get caught by one side or the other, it's like, hey, I we didn't know what you were. You were being a wild card. We were playing you by your own rules. Yeah. And then they were playing the Janai by their Hoisted own rules too. By your own Picard. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's smart because they're doing 
They are, the Janai have one set of rules and Landon has another set of rules and they're somehow playing the game by abiding both sides yes. to each side. Yes. It's very clever. I love, I love watching Weir work. So, um, Like, I want her to be my mentor. Yeah. Like, can I just be an intern? Can I be an Atlantis intern? I, I would love being an Atlantis intern. Mm-hmm. Now, here's, where would you intern, though? Would you intern with Weir? Would you intern mm-hmm. with McKay? Can I intern with Zelenka yeah, specifically? I was going to say, what about like a Ronin intern? <laughs> no, I'd be a Taylor intern. Oh, yeah. Because I, let's be honest, I would learn my self-defense moves from Taylor, yeah. not Ronin. Yeah, I think I'd really just be wanting to hang out with Weir, because it's oh, me. I would want a rotating, yeah. you know those internships where you just like take a few weeks in each uh, place before you can figure out where you want to stick? Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to learn anything from Shepard. Because I would just be like, why am I so hot and sweaty all the time? Yeah. <laughs> why am I Learned so... surfing from him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just uncomfortable. It's just, for some reason, I feel like if you had an internship with Shepard, it would just be... Like, he would teach you the fine art of chilling out and reading. Uh-huh. Like, it's something where you, like, you think you're... It's those internships where you think you're going to do something, like, really intense, and he's like, no, here's the key. Here's the key. Just chill. You do nothing. And and that's (laughs) a lot what it would be like. It's like, what did you do today? Nothing. Yeah. We didn't do shit. Didn't you check shit? And then, like, the day you finally do something, you're like, oh, that's why we do nothing all the time. Yeah, yeah, Got it. And then... And then you have the internship with Weir or Taylor, and you're like, we haven't stopped yeah, for 10 please, hours. Can I please sit down? I thought this one was going to be the non-physically aggressive one. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Taylor. Oh, yeah. And now we're going off planet. And now we're yeah. going on this planet. And now we're going to go shop for this time. And now yeah. we're going to trade. It's like, I haven't done And now, oh, we haven't done stick fighting yet. Yeah. Or it's <laughs> it's time for some fights. Yeah. Gosh. Um... Um, I wanted to update everybody on the yes. spider, including yes. a Nixie. It's an orchard spider, and I don't believe it's poisonous. Good to know. Okay. That's how I like snakes. As soon as I can guarantee that they're not poisonous, <laughs> snakes are awesome. So, John, I do like, he's smart. John thinks. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, we just talked about how John is very chill. Yeah. However, John is very smart in his chill. Yeah. He's left a special ops guy on the planet yep. to sneak around and, like, follow Landon wherever he goes somewhere. Yeah. Well, again, he... I, I think it's part of his advantage, right? Yeah. Is that he plays it so chill. Yeah. So, like, he's very smart, but he doesn't even have to be as smart as he is to catch people off guard. Yes. Because he's playing this, this other mode. Yes. Yeah. I feel like in school, he was a little bit like me uh-huh. in that he probably very naturally got good grades. Yeah. But he wasn't like me in that he just went and then fucked off with the rest of his time. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, I'm just going to do other research Double for Double down. Fun. Go harder. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to read this other textbook for a class that I'm not in. Yeah. I don't know. I think, um, I don't think I ever did that. <laughs> I definitely fucked off a little bit. But I mean, like, John, I feel like got good grades. Yeah. And not, tr- didn't try hard. That, yeah, I, I, I follow that. Yeah. I think I just didn't do the next step and to be as cool as you were, where it's like, I'm going to do my other cool. fun stuff. That was not cool. I mean, it's cool now. <laughs> might be now. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that the time? <laughs> I got I gotcha. Um, oh, and this is where, you know, when compliment, we're, we're like, that's really good thinking. And John reminds her, in fact, that he could have been a Mensa if he yeah. cared. 
um, enough to be in Mensa. Of course. Yeah. Of course, that's true. Because yeah, yeah it's John. <laughs> he probably it's he probably like got some letter about hey you can apply for Mensa and he's like uh cool and then just forgot it on the table. I think he just thought it was junk mail. That's what I mean. Like and he just like, forgot got it on the table and throwing that out and he's like okay. Everyone's in Mensa, right? Uh huh. That's just a thing that people do. It's like the uh, what is it the high school or honor roll thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it yeah, where everybody gets whatever this thing is if you get a certain grade point average. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think <laughs> I thought that was fancy enough and I got a bug from there because that's me. Yeah. Um so update on the spider. Yeah. Um now that I look at more pictures of her I'm sorry guys, this is the B story <laughs> in today's podcast yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah. Is the spider. So there's a spider that Jesse and I have been following for two weeks now. Yeah. She was building a web over there and she was teal. Okay. Um, and she has changed colors because she's um, in a darker, shadier spot. Oh. But it's the same spider. She changes colors? I think so. Is this a cuttlefish? Of is, this, spiders? is this a cuttlefish spider? So in bright An light, she, she tends to look turquoise, but in shadow, she looks black. Um, and I know it's her because she's got this big orange spot and then this big white spot on her back. Chameleon spider. Um, and um, she was building a web and we were going to tell you about her because yeah. we were leaving her web alone so we wanted yeah. you to know that she had a web out here. Yeah. Um, because she's really good at catching mosquitoes. You'll notice, no bites. Yeah. Um, this is why I like spiders. Yes. Outside and not yes. in the house. Um, so we wanted to warn you that she was here and we were like, oh no, we can't find her. And we named her. Oh. And Jesse's like, where did Michelle go? And I was like, I don't know. You named it gone. Michelle? We did. We did. Which is a very important name to domestic partner, fiance, boyfriend, Jesse. You know, it's also a very important name to me as well. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Ronan's tracking spiders on the planet. Thinking all of this was a waste of time, and the younger barkeep comes up and goes, You left this bag behind! And Ronan's like, That bag's not ours on the top. No! You left Shut up, your Ronan. bag! Thankfully, Taylor gets it. Thankfully, Taylor's not an idiot. Sometimes Ronan's just dumb. Oh, that man's charisma is definitely single digits. <laughs> So John and McKay are walking through the Janai underground tunnels. John figures that, you know, the Janai tried to kidnap McKay a few times. They want his brain. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, shit goes down. John will just trade McKay for his own life. <laughs> sure, no big. Well, eventually. Um, now, I do love... Um, so this is when they're, like, in their marching order and they're going to the thing, right? Or are they not there yet? They're in the tunnels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to say... Considering how squishy McKay is, yeah. it's surprising how far in front he is in the marching order. Mm -hmm. Now, it could just be his incentive to always be next to Shepard. I have a bromance, you know. Yeah. Well, and also, like, I can't die if I'm right next yeah. to this dude because yeah. he doesn't ever die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also like, bro, you're right in front. Yeah. You're, you're good with that. All right. Um, if they did, if he did have to trade his life for McKay, though, uh -huh. and McKay was captured by the tonight, eventually John would mount a rescue mission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so in the meetup with Cowan, Cowan is like, I have very little time. Speak quickly. I'm very important man, you know. Mm -hmm. And a power move reminds John that, yeah, no, I know you were promoted to lieutenant colonel. This is the last time we met. Yeah. And they make some... Small talk until they get to the landing of the situation. Oh, yes. 
Cowan laughs it off. You know, look, Landon has been telling others that I've been slaughtering people for food. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been telling others that I, you know, kidnapped Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. You know. I'm the one who opened the tomb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, I'm more worried about... Uh, I was the second shooter. Yeah. All these rumors and lies. He's like, I'm more worried about plumbing than I am about Landon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I had nothing to do with Colia's disappearance. Mm-hmm. I didn't, didn't always like the man, but it's not like I wanted him dead. Mm. And uh, Cowan also does not hide that he knows Atlanta survived. Yeah, so apparently they didn't hide this from anybody. Except maybe the Wraith. The Wraith yeah. were the only ones that fell. Which, I, I think there's a little bit where that's like the only people that really cared. The, yeah, it's the only ones that didn't, uh, that failed the wisdom save. Yes. Uh, but it's the only ones that needed to. At the major image? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm uh, guessing that's wisdom. Maybe it's intelligence. Who knows? I don't, I don't know. My DM ad's not on. <laughs> okay. But Cowan does go look at this good faith that I've given you by not telling everyone Atlantis yeah, is still there. Yeah, that's true. Also, our conversation is done. You can go now. True. So they feel we're in when they mm-hmm. get back. John's special ops guy fell, Landon. He's on another planet in, like, this abandoned warehouse. It's an abandoned city planet thing. Uh-huh. They did a float jumper flyover. There's 20 people in the warehouse. It's the only people on the planet. Yep. And it's going to be super easy to raid them. Odds are the ZPM's there, so let's just go in and take it. Yeah, let's just grab our stuff. I mean, it's not stealing as much as recovery. Sure, they already said we could have it. Ish, kind of. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> um, and they'll try and get some of Landon's men there in Atlantis, detain them under the guise of getting supplies. So it's even less people on the planet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Easy peasy. Yeah. So Taylor and Ronan get to a quiet corner of the village, go through the bag. Yep. And disturbingly, they find photos of a whole bunch of Atlantis off-world team members. It's so creepy. With alien writing on them. Um, one of them is Lauren. Ronan at least knows some of the writing and it talks about a huge reward for their capture. Oh, wow. And there are two more photos in the bag. It is John and McKay. <laughs> Can I just speak now about how much I want Taylor's outfit? Oh, Yeah. She does have a very cool outfit. I was busy laughing at how Ronan gets mad that they don't want him. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I have a whole thing on that later. Okay, so, off world activation, um, they, back in Atlantis, they, uh, everyone chill. Uh huh. We don't want to tip our hand before we need to. Yep. Um, Landon's people come through the gate. All of these people look rough, which we soon to find out is very good reason why. Yeah. But they don't look healthy. Yeah, things are not great for these guys um, at all. And one of them is Dahlia Radin, Landon's sister. Yeah. And they're like, look, no, we don't have the ZPM either. We have to get the supplies back to base and then yeah. we'll get the ZPM. Can you just kill us already? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just been using us as cannon fodder. And somebody, and we don't seem to die. Yeah. Somebody kill us. <laughs> we figured they didn't have the ZPM. So we super sorry, but you're going to have to be our <laughs> guests yep. for a while yep. under gun yeah. control. Detaining. Mm, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Um, we have room service, though. Yep. But just with protection. <laughs> it's like, you have room service, meaning as in you're not allowed to leave here, so we're going to bring you sandwiches. Yeah, 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 no, 100%. Dry sandwiches. 100%. Yeah. But, you know, room service nonetheless. Sure, sure, sure. So, uh, we're Radio's John, that, who's already on the planet, waiting with his men. Yeah. That they have the go-ahead. Mm-hmm. And, listen, I get that we have, like, a main cast on the show, and, like, if you're in the main team... You kind of gotta be... What is McKay doing on this planet? Again. On a strike team raid? Like, bro, you don't belong here at all. You don't belong anywhere near this situation. I think think he's just very excited to find something that he's like, I'm going on this mission. I mean, I guess he's there for the pure reason of recovering the ZPM, but it's like, anyone can grab the ZPM and then bring it back to you. Yeah. I don't see him... I don't see him trusting anyone else to do it. But this is not where McKay belongs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely not. And and John does give him, tell everyone, you know, non-lethal as much as you possibly can non-lethal. Yeah, sure. Um, Except for you, McKay, go as lethal as you want because you're not that Because it's not gonna, yeah. <laughs> Flashbang goes off, the door's blown off. Stunners start flying, and things are quickly, without any issues, dealt with. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't seem right. I mean, it's less than a minute. That's fine. Everything's so everything's fine. fine. Yep. Everything's fine. I, I just dropped water all over the floor. Um, and McKay even gets really excited because he almost stunned a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, McKay. I'm proud of you. So back on Atlantis, Taylor and Ronan come through, clearly missed some party. Yeah, yeah, they did. And uh, in Weir's office, they show her the wanted list. Uh-huh. Um, it's spread through multiple planets with the multiple languages on there. Not really sure who's behind it anyway. Mm-hmm. And the planet that Lauren's team has appeared from is extremely poor. Like, the, the, the promise of money, of a, of a reward, uh-huh. that's... That's powerful. Yeah, somebody important is doing all this stuff. Well, and I can also imagine that with the size of the reward that this probably is when the Janai put it out, as we find out yeah. quickly, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's the type of money to, like, not just make a huge difference and completely change someone's social standing, like, on a planet like that. Uh-huh. That's enough to, like, change almost probably the economy of that village. Oh, yeah. Like, you could, if enough people pull together to be... Yeah. 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 You could definitely change an entire... Bring a third world village, if you will, up to at least second. Yeah. Um, And Ronan is a little little hurt. Mm -hmm. He's a little hurt that he's not on the list. (laughs) I'm deadly and threatening. Taylor's not either, but if someone thinks Ronan isn't a threat, he would really like to go and change their minds. We're notice it's a different connection. This is not necessarily people who are threatening. I mean, McKay's on the list, for crying out loud. Yeah. It's actually people who have the ATA gene. <laughs> and mm, That's a thing. Most of these people are with John right now. With their ATA genes hanging all the way out. Landon's property, place, yeah. not property. Everything's fine. And Carson calls Weird down to the infirmary, so everyone goes. <coughs> At the, the raid, Rodney follows the life science detector to the building next door, I think-ish. Uh-huh. 
and tries his own shot at some hand signals, which John's like, don't even... Stop. stop. Just stop being weird. Yeah. What are, you, are you flagging planes? What are you doing? <laughs> and we see Landon inside just chilling, <laughs> eating some fruit. No big. Waiting for them. Oh, he'll drop his paring knife if yeah. that seems threatening yeah. to you. And he's happy to kick over the box with yeah. his NPM. It's a trap. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, Kato's worried that. He's like, it could be booby-trapped. Yeah, He's yeah. like, hey, look, I did the investigation check. Landon doesn't want to kill anyone. Mm-hmm. And John opens the box. It is a ZPM. Slides it over to McKay. And Landon's like, yeah, it's a ZPM that's probably been out of power for a thousand years. Yeah. That's why McKay's here. Well, it doesn't... It wasn't even lit up. We already yeah, know that. Like, true. once you saw it in the video... Here's the thing, it wasn't glowing in the video. Yeah, we were so we were so excited to just see one. Yeah. And we hear a hissing sound and all the doors start to close and we see men gask fall to the ground, including McKay. Here's the trap. Got it. It's a trap! (laughs) That might be my AKA. Yeah. Oh I like it. AKA is a trap. Um Jen is able to hold up for a few moments longer, long enough. For Landon, who's completely unaffected, to go, oh no, it's just gas? It's not gonna kill you. You're just gonna. Because we're totally trusting Landon. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's clearly been the most trustworthy source so far. Yeah. In the infirmary, Carson knows who behind. Well, to be fair, Landon hasn't. Has Landon lied? No, you're right. Landon. He has conveniently left information out. It's, yeah, only lies of omission. Yes. If you will. But he hasn't said anything that's not true. You are not wrong. That's true. Yeah, and he's always, he's been always truthful to himself, if yes. you will. He's got that con man vibe. Yeah, 100% yeah, yeah, con yeah. man vibe. And the infirmary Carson knows who's behind all of this. These people didn't die in a fire. They mm-hmm. died of severe radiation poisoning. Yikes. And what's one group that we know that's been exposed to a shit ton of radiation? The Jedi. And yeah, we really need to call John and his team. Uh, but okay. it's too late. John is now in the chair. He injects, Landon injects something into John's neck and Landon Ugh. assures him that his men will wake up in an hour or so. The headache, but they'll be fine. Look, I don't mind needles, but in the neck? And that's not a small needle. No, ow. Owie time. That's like, did you just shove the matrix into his... Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't actually look at the screen, so I'm just assuming it was giant. Yeah. They apparently found this dead dead ZPM in their archives. Just sitting there hundreds of years They're like, this will be great. That's like when you find... It's like when you raid treasures in a and d dungeon, and something seems useless, and you're like... This could come in handy later. Oh, 100%. You keep everything. Yeah. If nothing else, you get some money from you it. Just fake out. Yeah, just fake something with it. Yeah. Yep. Um, and John's like, like, this is your plan? Like, you lure us here and then you take our weapons and you trade us for more to arm your rebellion? Yeah, great plan, man. Well, good thing that's not Landon's plan in any way, shape, or form. Mm. And that is when Cowan comes from the shadows. There is, there's no rebellion. And it's only, only has the best interests of the Janai in his heart. Yeah. Yikes. And in Atlantis, the gate dials in with no IDC. It's Cowan. Uh-huh. Radioing that he wants to talk to Weir. 
Once she gets on, she's like, where the fuck is John? And when they get down to the the brass bolts of it all, Cowan wants jumpers. He will trade John and the men for jumpers. There's like, straight trade. I'll give you all the people that were sent to Atlantis. And he's like, yeah, (laughs) I don't care. I don't want them. They're terminally ill. And it's... There's a great shot, too, because we watch Landon hear him say yeah. all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burm, burm, burm. Uh, they volunteered okay. for this mission, knowing they'd never return. And he's like, so they're already they're already dead to me. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you have ten jumpers. I want all ten of them. Yeah. Or I'm going to kill a person every 15 minutes, starting with John. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. I love that that's all it takes. We're as as deft as she is at dealing with people and, and learning how to work yeah. and negotiate. She has shown her cards to everybody. That the yeah. second you mess with John. Yes. She's going to go full mama bear. Because here's the thing. If John's the last to be killed and not the first to be killed. Uh-huh. She'd be like, fuck it. Yeah. But... And not that she would just let it all happen. No, no, no. But I think they've learned that if you take John from her... Yeah. That's going to enrage her. Without John, she's a little more, I do not negotiate with terrorists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... What is it I'm thinking of? Is it Grendel and his mother? Like, the mother was just as ferocious as Grendel? I think so. I think that's what I'm thinking of. But it's like... So... So... as much as they're like friends and then there's just been this weird idea that there could be something about yeah. it I just don't see it it's very mama bear to me yeah it's like don't mess don't mess with them no because then you'll get her and then you're really in trouble yes yeah she's gonna go um full swan on you because <laughs> swans are mean <laughs> uh you know who's also mean fucking Canada geese <laughs> fucking Canada geese I love Canada geese they're so angry what fucking are they Canada doing geese. in Canada um, I saw a meme recently where it's like the, the, there's the myth of the Canada geese, and it's I think it's all fake, but it's like a long time ago oh, the Canada yeah, geese yeah, took, took all, all of the, the anger out of Canada and stored it and is cursed to carry it within oh, itself. Fucking Canada geese! I hate Canada geese. Canada geese. That is the ones that said I. We've heard me harp about how this is not my favorite state to live in. Yeah. The one positive no is the geese. lack of damn Canada geese. I've started to get really. Um, appreciative? Nope. I've found gratitude for the bugs. Nope. Um, the native bugs. Mm. The non-native bugs can eat a giant dick. <laughs> <laughs> Fire ants forever are my favorite enemy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I've seen some really cool butterflies. The spiders I've met, super cool. Yeah, uh, still nope. Okay, gotcha. Nope. No, that's cool, I get it. So Carsa's checking on Dahlia uh-huh. and the other Janai. And she's like, I mean, I don't know why you're trying. All the Janai doctors have done this, and there's there's no cure. So yeah. just, like, chill. He's like, first of all, none of them are me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to speak ill. But he's very polite about it, so he's like, yeah. I don't want to speak ill about, you know, your doctor's there, but, um, ha. Yeah. But uh, I'm basically Johns Hopkins, yeah. and you're at like the bumfuck whatever. <laughs> yeah, clinic. yeah, yeah. You're like you're, you're you're the basement doctor. You've been seeing the basement doctor. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dahlia is not prepared to deal with someone like Carson. Yeah, she's she's so used to everything in life being awful. And people being awful. And, like, using her. Yeah. I mean, her own brother used her for this. And that's Carson's 
a strength is that no matter what, he's just a, he's like, I'm a good guy yeah. with a moral code yeah. and I'm a doctor. Yeah. And that's what I do. He's like, I genuinely want to know because I genuinely want to help you because yeah. that's literally what I do is I help people. He's Yeah. He's the guy who's like, I'm going to fix the serial killer's heart and then let the authorities deal with yeah. the rest of them. Yeah. Because, because my job is to heal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's nothing sinister about this at all, and she's like, why would you even help me? And he's like, cause I, what cleric do? Yeah, this what cleric do, the end. And she's like, like, I don't know, he doesn't understand why she would do this. Mm -hmm. You know, even if there's no hope, even if it is terminal, wouldn't you want to die surrounded by your friends and family? And she's like, I'm doing this for my friends and family. It's this is the only thing that I can do to help them. So I'm doing it. It's like this thing where um, the sense of desperation or anger or wrath that can drive people to do this stuff like what she's doing, it just doesn't exist inside Carson. Like that. Well, there is, I think there's a little part in there that I think Carson did understand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you take away all of the like, why on the larger scheme? Yeah. Like the fact that, oh, well, I'm going to die and someone needs to do this. Yeah. And I, I get that part where it's like, if this is the only thing I can do yeah. to help my people. Absolutely. But to get here as quickly as he, as she did or yeah. or with the type of, like, vengeance behind the eyes, if you will. Yeah. The, the distrust she has yeah. for other people. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not in, it's just not part of his makeup, if you will. Because it's Carson. Because Carson is the greatest in the end forever. Yep. End. Hashtag Basically. End. So, dumb question from John to the next scene. Why does Cowan want the invisible flying spaceships? Oh. Why could be? So, John knows that Weir is not going to deal, and Cowan's like, oh no, I assume I'm going to have to kill you at least. Yikes. It's to have to kill everyone else. That's the question. Mm-hmm. And they march John away to go uh, with the others. Yeah. And as Landon walks in, John reminds him, he's like, look, say you get all ten jumpers. Yeah. What then, bro? Yeah. You can't fly them. I feel like a lot of this is Shepard just trying to buy some time. 100%. All of these conversations are just like, what? I don't have an answer, so I'm just going to keep talking. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Landon's like, hey, well, you remember how I'm a scientist? I've been working my own treatment for the gene. I've been collecting samples for quite a while. And as they get to the cell that's holding everyone else, Lauren and his men are also there. We have a Yay. very nice little reunion. Yay. Um, side note, I'm not saying how Landon and Cowan should do their job. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that maybe don't pull all of the trained military folks in one cell together. Yeah, seriously. Because you're basically just doing the plot of The Great Escape. Yeah, eventually they're just going to find a way to tear the wall down. Yeah. <laughs> if nothing else. Yeah. Um, so I don't know why I never noticed this before. Yeah. But I'm noticing this now. Is Landon, not Landon, Lauren. Mm-hmm. Is Jack Harkness a descendant of Captain Lorne? He might Lauren? be. He might be. There is something very similar, and there is a similar glint in their eyes. Their charm level. Listen. Yeah. Just, I don't even care that there was, like, a whole fence in the way. Just, like, you can have 
You can have Shepard and Lauren just sit there and talk about nothing, just uh-huh. standing next to each other uh-huh. for ages. Yeah, yeah. I'd be fine with that. I'm convinced that Captain Lauren yeah. is like the great, 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 I don't know how far back in time we yeah, go yeah, until yeah. we meet Jack, you know, forward or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's the father of the face of both. It has to be. It has yeah. to be. Yeah. He's, he's adorable. I, I absolutely it, It's agree. almost enough to make me watch When the Heart Calls, the Lori Lofton <laughs> X series. Oh, wow. It's on the Hallmark channel because he's, like, not a main cast member. But he's in but it. But he's in it. Interesting. It's almost make me. Interesting. All, like, maybe just fast forward all his scenes. But yeah, there's just, like, a charisma there. There's something uh, clearly both brave. Oh, yeah. And adventurous. 100%. Um, I mean, I think that's passed down in the genes. Why not? I also feel like, is this a good time for you to admit to our listeners your crush on the Joe Flanagan Instagram page? Oh, let's talk about that page. (laughs) Let's just talk about that page. Because it's impossible. It is impossible to harness that level of adorableness. I know. In one tiny little square. Yeah. On my com- on my I phone know. screen, and yet there it is. Yeah. With the littlest puppy. Uh huh. He's not so little anymore. Roundest ball of just thing. I should rephrase that. I don't know how much your crush is on Joe Flanagan or crushes on his dog. I just want. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's the like power I want to steal combined. his dog. But I also want him to come after me for stealing his dog. <laughs> but also I want that dog. I just yeah. want to squish it. Just. I just want to squish just it. Just squish them both together. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But probably the dog more. <laughs> we'll start with the dog. Yeah. Yeah. I do absolutely love, 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 love that dog. Every once in a while I'll just get like euphoric me and it's just like, look at it. Just look at it. I know you've seen this, but can you look at it? Thanks, bye. I just, I can't be the only one looking at this right now. I can't contain it. So, yeah, if you seriously want what might be one of the most photogenic dogs. If you need an endorphin rush, uh-huh. go to Joe Flanagan's page and just look at his pup. Yeah. Also, he's an extremely active. Like. He's, he's, he's an active grammar. Yeah. He's I'm like, doing it for the grammar. I would fail if I tried to surf like that. Oh, that too. Also. Yeah. I would fail if I was on a bike like that. Yeah. Also, I would fail if I did half the shit you did. Yeah, I just, yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Can we just look at this dog? I'm gonna, I'm gonna reshare. That's just. I think they make the same faces, and I think that's part of what I love. Yeah, it's definitely one of those where you look like your dog situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one of my dogs do I look like? I think I have Stormy's worried face. You have a little bit of Stormy. Um, I don't look like my dog as much as sound like my dog, I Oh, I, I think she's got your personality. Yeah, that's what I mean, She's yeah. just got the sass. There's a little bit of sass. Because it's not just the, 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 the volume. It's the sass and, like, the, I don't care if you're here anymore. Yeah. I need you to not be yeah. in my space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got things to do. <laughs> Be here or not, um, I'm gonna roll. We did. We have learned that personality-wise, um, Drake is mostly Jesse. Uh-huh. Uh, they even sleep the same way. That's adorable. <laughs> like they 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 sleep on top of pillows. Yeah, well, which is very interesting. Hundred percent. Yeah. Anyway. So back in Atlantis, Taylor notes that uh, Lieutenant Miller flew a cloak jumper out, and the Janai have moved a shit ton more people yep. to the point where they're clearly outnumbered, and if you try to go in now, it's less subtle attack and more bloodbath. Guys, help, 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 help. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Ronan, meanwhile, is like, just let me go alone. I'll deal with the situation. Yeah. Okay, Ronan, I'm gonna need you to back down this episode. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to get off the roids for a little bit. This whole episode. I'm pretty sure this here is just because he's still, like, he knows that Wanted List is because they have the ATA gene, but there's a little bit in the back of his head. He just hasn't had it. He's like, I would do anything to punch someone yeah. in the face right now. He just now. really hasn't, like, he hasn't just, had a good fight. I need to punch someone in, like, in the weeks. face. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Carson tells Weir, it's like, look, they all have different symptoms, but all of their guests are dying of radiation poisoning. Yikes. McKay did warn them that their shielding wasn't enough. And thankfully, Carson does have some experimental treatments he's gotten his hands on because mm-hmm. he's Carson. He is awesome. And he's pretty sure he can save eight of them minimum. Yeah. And the rest, at the very least, he can make sure they have no more pain. Hey, I'll Good take drugs. it. Yeah, the best drugs. So yeah. your jaw falls off, you won't even care. Won't even notice. Yeah. You'll be like, oh, look at that. It's my jaw. <laughs> I didn't need it. Um, that's what I want when I get that like to the point where I'm there whether it's from old age or from whatever comes to get me just put me on enough drugs where it's not that I don't feel the pain it's that I I don't care legitimately don't care yeah yeah (laughs) I want to go dance party yeah right now yeah And, and I want it to be like even if I'm barely moving in real life yeah in my head you go like, to town. Fucking all You're out. like, look at me. I'm at down. And they're like, oh, look, Grandma's doing the thing again. <laughs> Old Auntie Nixon, look at her. She's dancing. How can you tell? Look at her eyes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm exactly. Um, and we're is really hoping they're going to trade for people. Like, now that we can cure their people. <laughs> yeah. Because we're is not handing ten jumpers over. No, no. So we radios that info to Cowan, like, fuck no. Yeah. Uh, and and one of those people who can be saved is Landon's sister. Yeah. And Cowan's like, yeah, that's cool. Don't um, care. I give no shits. Hmm. Give me jumpers or I'm killing people. Uh, End yikes. of story. Yike, yike, yike. And Weir warns him that if even one person is killed, they are now in a state of war. Yeah. She's not fucking around. And Cowan's like, oh, oh, how will I live with myself? I'm so scared. You schmuck. He's like, look, I'll radio again in 15 minutes and see if you want McKay to live. Mm. Uh, You forfeited the life of John Shepard. Bye. And just cuts the radio and tells Landon to go kill John. Thankfully. Landon heard that whole conversation. Thankfully. Yeah. Landon's been playing Cowan as well as he's been playing us. And thankfully, um, Cowan's dumb enough to let Landon hear all of those conversations. Yeah. So the rest of the guest strike team start to wake up, including McKay, who guesses they're in trouble. Which, you know, was it the gas or the prison <laughs> cell? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. What made you think that? Yeah. And, and Landon comes in, time is up, and points his gun at John. Yeah. Back of Atlantis, the gate is still open. Cowan just isn't listening to them. Mm-hmm. And Carson's like, look, just one jumper. One jumper to save John. Yep. And and where's like, dude, Carson, we've moved beyond John. Yeah. John's probably dead now. Yeah. Well, now we're talking about McKay. Yeah. He She has absolutely no doubts that Cowan will kill them. Yeah. She's not giving up any ground. You give no. one jumper, you might as well just fold. Yeah. 
And Ronan's like, look, I know exactly this. I know people like this. Like, you can give them all the jumpers and they're still going to kill all the people. Yep. Like, we have to attack now if we're going to attack. Yep. And, of course, it's Ronan, so there's no if we're going to attack. It's when. Yeah. How about now? Can we do it now? So, in the cell, Landon pauses. And he's like, John, Weir says Carson can cure the people we sent through the gate. Yep. Is that true? Yep, it's Carson. He can do anything. Yeah, he's like, that's the best doctor in two galaxies. Like, And also, Carson wouldn't say he could if he couldn't. He's not that guy. But Weir might. Well, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And Landon decides to let our people go. Because of Carson. Because Carson is amazing. Because Carson for the win. The end. Telling them that hidden in the bottom of this building is a nuke. Because we forget... Landon is their chief scientist. He's right. their McKay. That's right. I built a nuke. Oh, it's I want them to be the friends. Basement. Annoying, hate each other, <laughs> best friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Waldorf and Stadler. I was thinking, again, grumpy old men. But the yeah, same. Same, same thing. idea. Yeah. Same thing. He's like, <laughs> Landon has this whole time wanted to actually start a coup. Mm. And he was able to get Cowan and all of his elite guards in one place. Because he knew the chance of puddle jumpers was enough of a lure to get them there. Yeah. Landon's a double caresser. Yeah. Landon's men are actually, all of his men are on the homeworld. They're ready to take, and leadership changes hands tonight. Mm hmm. And John's like, wait, were you, were you seriously just gonna like leave us here to blow up in the atomic blast? And Landon's like, yeah. Yeah, whatever it takes. Gotta yeah, yeah. Go. yeah. I mean, shit's changed now, but yeah, no, I was 100% uh-huh. just going to let you down. Again, he's been real clear that his... Um, sorry about the cars, guys. Uh, <laughs> that's not a car. That's like that's a... That's a cross rocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, loud street on yeah. the other side of our forest. Um, <laughs> uh, he's been very clear all along that he's like, oh, I'm loyal to me. Yeah. The end. Yeah. Um, so Cowan is snacking on some food, wondering what's keeping Landon. While Landon is leading all uh-huh. of the people and the yeah. prisoners out, a couple of Landon's guards Little find him. Little does Calvin know that's his last meal. Quickly dealt with with the small lines of quick guns and then continue on. And Cowan gets word that someone has freed all of the Lanteans. Hmm, I wonder who that did it. And he tries to radio Landon. <laughs> Landon, did you, uh, did you uh, free a bunch of Lanteans? Did you... Did you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't do that, right? You wouldn't. That's not... Know anything about mm-hmm. that, would you? Got it. Got it. This time Atlantis does get an IDC. It's McKay's. So they <laughs> yeah. lower the shield. Um, but they have defense standing by, because just in case. Yep. And from the Stargate filters Marines and Janai. Yeah. The Janai immediately surrender and hand over their weapons. Good for them. They're like... Smart. Duh. Yeah. Please uh, don't kill us. Thanks, McKay Mike. comes through and explains... That this was all Landon. Yep. Uh, he is letting us go in exchange for his people. And, yeah, he actually really was planning a coup this whole time. Mm-hmm. And we'll soon be in charge. And we were apparently part of his plan. Huh. Interesting. Cowan finally gets Landon on the radio from the Atlantis gate room. And he's, he's really sorry he had to come to this. Uh, you know, real sorry. Feel the empathy in my voice. Yes, you've done some sorry. some great things for our people, and with that, with no ceremony whatsoever, the nuke goes off. You've been great. Bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and they get the, sh- the gate shield goes up, but, like, the nuclear blast is enough to still shake yeah. the gate room. Yeah, it's pretty big times. I don't want to think about those physics, but sure. Uh-huh. And Landon would really like immediately to see his sister down. Yeah. Woo. He's a little put off seeing her in the middle of surgery. Yeah, I mean, I might have told him, like, hey, she's in the middle of surgery. Maybe we didn't know. That's true. I mean, if Carson just goes emergency surgery. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Carson does come up in scrubs. Uh, uh-huh. They found a malignant tumor in her left lung. They had to remove it now. Emergency. It, but she's doing great. Yeah. Like, she's not out of the woods. She's not fine now, but. She's got options. Good. Looking good. Yeah. Looking good. Rosy future. Good job, Carson. Landon knows that there's a, actually a lot of other people, because we kind of fucked up on the radiation shielding. Yeah, remember the time I was a careless scientist? And Weir is happy to help. Landon is sure that there will not be more casualties from this coup, because thankfully all the dirty work was done off-world. Yep. And Ta-da. with that, he has a coup to be a part of, and... He heads off. It's time to coup it up. Carson will take good care of his sister because it's Carson. Yeah. Because, again, you can trust Carson to do the things. later in Weir's office, John comes in and and reports the coup was successful. Landon is now the leader of the Janai people. Mm -hmm. And they are billing it as a bloodless coup since all of the blood was off-world. I mean, PR. Technically. It's all PR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can spin it that way. Why not? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Weir is skeptical, though. Uh, You know... So often in coups, the new government is as bad as the old government. Um, true. And Landon does seem really grateful his sister was saved. Um, and John points out that also Landon saved him and his team. Yep. So, you know, let's call it a win for now. Uh, yeah. I like it. It's an idea. But there is something to think about in this future now, right? So... When we were dealing with Cowan, we were dealing with this very stiff, traditional type of government. A very bureaucracy. Yeah. Yeah. Predictable, if you will. Now, what we've learned about Landon is that he's pretty agile, which has been our strength. Yeah. This ability to move with agility. So I think it's important to keep him on our side. Yeah. Because otherwise, this guy knows how to play our game. Oh, yeah. Could be interesting in the future. But, again, in all of this, nine, for the hun- for the most part, yeah. Landon did not lie to them. No, he didn't. And that's so, the thing. Yeah. And he did earlier say that he or had no ill will towards Atlantis. Right. Again, as long as we keep... But there's no... There's no sense of loyalty with There's him. No sense He's of loyalty. just going to be like, wherever works best for me is exactly. what I'm doing. Exactly. Yeah. So we all we just have to keep hoping. So at the very least, they've gone from Cowan, who's like, I mean, I'll kill you if I get the chance. Yeah. To Landon, who's just more to, of I'm like, gonna... I'll kill you only if it benefits me. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But this is fun. This is interesting. Um, I do like poor Ronan. Poor Man, Ronan. He needs a win. He needs to kick some ass. I hope the next episode is just him kicking everybody's ass. I don't remember what the next episode he is for Atlantis. He just gets Atlantis. into a danger room. The next episode that we're going to cover is yes. Arthur's Mantle. Oh, oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. I'm into it already. Yeah. I hope there are dungeons. Um, um, I will neither confirm nor deny 
the existence of dungeons. Awesome. I'm, I'm, um, but I'm I was checking what the next yes. Atlantis one is, just to see if... Oh, sure. Because um, I have internet at your place. I can help. Oh, 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 the next one for Atlantis is good. Oh, boy. Um, the next one from Atlantis is real good. Okay. But um, we're not there yet. We're talking Arthur's Mantle next week. So next week, Arthur's Mantle, where I have decided that there are definitely dungeons. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and puzzles. Yeah. Um, and so that's going to happen. And then... Uh, the next episode of Atlantis, guys, is Michael. So you, those of you who know Michael knows what a it's thing that is. It's an angel played by John Travolta Clearly. in the 90s. Clearly. So that's what the episode 100%. is. 100%. Uh, <laughs> guys, it's good to be back. Um... Uh, we'll see you next week. Yes. With Arthur's Mantle. This week was fun. We recorded in the same location. And we didn't die of heat. I know. It's actually nice right now. It's tolerable. Yeah, well, like, there's as a of breeze. this second, there's breeze came in and yeah. the sun's not over It's tolerable. Um, we'll see you guys next week with Arthur's Mantle. Until then, find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Find us on Facebook. There's no place like Tara. Email us at there's no place like Tara. Gmail.com. Patreon.com. It's as fun as we can do this because we weren't able to do that when we were recording separately because yeah, we're like, gotta leave time for the other person yep. to talk. And now we're just like talking. We're